Hey, Editor Daniel here. It's happened again. Well, sort of. My microphone decided to be really, really bad for some reason while talking about my house. What? This is not a bit. It sounded a little haunted on the recording. Then it got worse. So I've decided to take that section out. I'm sorry <laughs> to my co-hosts because they did have interesting things to say. I'm also silent for most of the dredge discussion. I'm going to try to cut around it, except for one part where you'll hear from me again. But to sum, about, sum it up, my house.wad, real good. You should play it. It's one of the best games you'll play probably all year. It was definitely one of the best games I played last year, and it's not even a game. It's a map for Doom 2. Anyway, just thought I'd let you know. Bye! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Funcast. I'm so glad to have you here. We have an exciting episode for you. It's been a little bit... The VGAs happened. The Keeleys, as uh, I like to think of them, they were exciting. We don't really have much of a wrap up. They weren't as ridiculous as last year. No one rushed to the stage this time uh, or snuck on. I guess the security was good. And while Christopher Judge was there and he did have things to say, he didn't really deliver a speech. Uh, and no one was allowed to deliver a speech this year. They gave everyone five seconds and then they booed them off the stage. So uh, that's kind of I mean, that's what the security was there for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, to make sure people accepting awards weren't allowed to thank their teams or the people that uh, may have passed away during development. They were like, get out of here. We're not here for this. We're here to tra watch trailers. Um, so in light of that, because it is coming up on the end of the year, uh, there's only three days left as of recording for New Year's. Uh, I thought we would get the team together and talk about the games that came out this year and what games we thought were the most interesting, uh, which are our favorites, and just uh, wrap up the 2023 year best way the fun cast can. I'm joined by the whole team. That's right. Tim has returned. The prodigal Hello. son. We also I'm have... No, I'm no son. We also have Dean here yeah. with us i'm here too that's true and daniel stalwart <laughs> i'm amazed that what it took to get all four of us together was to be in the liminal week on the calendar between christmas and new year's where time doesn't exist and days of the week don't matter it's true it's like never-ending twilight out here um so there is a, a ton of games to talk about a ton of year to talk about 2023 was action-packed uh, for games released, would you guys say this was the most high density like game re release year? At least, yeah, no, definitely. Like, it obviously wasn't bangers only, but it was a very it was a very busy year for good games. There, there were a lot of video games. Probably too many. <laughs> some would say too many. Some would say, yeah. I I'm think like this looking is through my the, yeah. my list of like, hey, stuff you played this year on just Steam, and there's like twenty five things on it. <laughs> what what is wild is I don't know if you guys remember at the start of the year, our our diehard listeners might. I I made a small pledge to try and play a new game every week, um, because I knew 
I knew there was going to be a ton of games that came out this year, and I wanted to try and keep up with it as best I could. It, well, it turned out to be impossible. However, I did play 18 new games that came out this year, which is more games than I've ever played <laughs> in a year that came out. Um, and that was still not even close to enough, because I also compiled a list of all the games that I should have played, and there was 33 of them that I didn't get to. So it just goes to show that the backlog is is uh, always overflowing. It is insane. Uh, and it was a crazy year. Um, so to kick off, I wanted to start with a little sleeper gem that came out right at the beginning of the year. I don't know if you guys remember. It came out during a, a, a game show, the conference source thing and then it released like immediately right after it was hi-fi rush oh yeah that's a good one tango gameworks was just like oh by the way this game that we've never talked about and never mentioned before it's live we'll go buy it right now (laughs) and they were like and And it ended up being really good vgas it won best uh soundtrack i believe i mean directly it would have to um sort of has to (laughs) I remember the notes from you guys that had played it is not only was the music that they licensed very good, the music that they wrote for the game itself was actually quite good. Mm -hmm. Which is good because that game does have a streamer mode where they take all the licensed or almost all the licensed music out and had to replace it with something similar (laughs) in order to make the game royalty free. Yeah, that was a fun one. I, I, it's a game that's at the very top of my should have played list. I, I know Alicia, my uh, wife, played it. She enjoyed it. Um, and it is really cool looking. <clears throat> has the cell shaded um, style of like Jet Set Radio esque, but it has the action beat em up <laughs> based on music style of nothing. I don't know. It seems like a unique gameplay mechanic that I don't know if any other game had really done much with. I mean, there, there, are, there are a lot of games that, that uh, will reward you for timing button press correctly. I mean, arguably, that's that's all video that's games true. are. Um, that's true. I mean, you like, could argue that Batman, like the Arkham series, is that. That's, yeah, that's, that's a good point. More if, in that if, vein. If only it was done to the music, then it would have been. Well, what like, if what if Black Keys were playing also? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what, if it, what if it was also a car commercial? Wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, do you know really what came pretty... out? pretty car commercial you know what came out the day after uh hi-fi rush i almost gave it away <laughs> you probably heard it no i don't it was pizza tower the oh, other right. game that came out of nowhere had been worked on for like 10 years or some crazy amount of time um and that's another game that just has this insane art style all the streamers and stuff I was watching and like rocked all of them. It's heavily based on Wario games. Um, and uh, it was awesome. And I wish it won debut indie, but it did not. It lost to Cocoon, which is a shame because Cocoon is made by people that in the game is a long time. It's a tower is made by a bunch of like passionate diehards. So I don't Do know. We need, we need more Italian but... representation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, we don't. Yeah. Hey, it's a okay, pizza well, over wow. here. <laughs> all right. Um, that was kind of all the like important things that came out in January, other than oh, one more, Fire Emblem Engage. That also came out in January. Isn't that crazy? Three already big games in one month. Toothpaste and, uh, John. Yeah, Toothpaste John. That game did not do well. Yeah. 
Remember how Three Houses like rocked all of the VGAs and like the well, entire year it came out? It's because it just seems like they houses, regressed. Yeah. Three Houses really <laughs> leaned into the like the I, you know romance. It was, it I'm, putting, the, that in, I'm the, putting that in quotes. Romance <laughs> <laughs> sections of Fire Emblem past, and whereas this one is more of a very classic Fire Emblem. And it turns yeah. out a lot of people really like being able to be an adult teacher and date your students. <laughs> they prefer that part of Fire Emblem. No conflict of interest there. Hey. And then, you know, help them wage a religious holy war, I guess. Okay, well, when you phrase it this way, it's kind of a war crime of a video game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can side with one partner that's just like, I want, I want a Hitler, everyone. And you're like, whoa! <laughs> I don't know if that's a just, good uh, idea. So the roll, please. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I was surprised that Fire Emblem Gage just wasn't as good. Um, it was very like by the books Fire Emblem. Having played Fates and Awakening and um, you know Three Houses, you know I thought it was like a regression. But yeah, like I think it requires a bunch engage uh which is a shame i mean i think i Truly think shame. aesthetically it, it definitely feels like they were reverting back to more anime aesthetics when it felt like three houses was a little more firmly in like medieval just sort of standard medieval fantasy that's true and then uh i feel like maybe 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 they should have stuck with the standard medieval fantasy a little just a little bit longer yeah they got engage had a lot of like the crest toothpaste hair i just i don't need it it had a lot of weird dragon lore like you're a dragon like the story was very like hard to even get into it's just like you're a dragon and i'm a dragon i'm a dragon and i'm dying and now you have to unite the kingdom and sure and have friends i guess oh by the way you all live in a tower in the sky <laughs> okay real. where else would a dragon live I don't know. I guess that makes sense. But then uh, it's very, I don't know. And then it had, all the, like, it had all the mechanics where it was like referencing the heroes of Fire Emblem with the whole like Fire Emblem ring thing. And then you could play with Krom and Marth and all them. But that stuff was weird. Know. But was that know. was that like a weird gotcha mechanic? No, it was just but there a was weird, a, like, there was a gotcha in the game, though, that was weird and didn't make sense. Sort of. Yeah. With the Amiibo stuff. No, with the like the rings you like spent. Oh right, the rings, got, like, right. Rings and, <laughs> leveling and up the, the rings ring pieces because there were the the like S tier one. Right now, I'm remembering. Yes. Yeah, it was bizarre. I always uh, do like an RPG that tries to like enforce some kind of like classes on on like character archetypes that don't necessarily fit into classes. It's like, oh, this character has high strength and agility, so you should probably build them as some kind of fighter. But also if you equip them with like the soul of a past mage, now suddenly they're just your black mage, which is, you know, fun. I don't know. Yeah. I I, I guess I just wanted more out of the system. It felt equally as like deep and shallow at the same time somehow. I know that's a nothing statement, but it is how I felt playing it. It's like, this ring is cool, but then why did it matter who had it? It didn't, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess the problem with, like, making an entire installment sort of thematically around celebrating the past of this series is, like, 
it loses its own identity <laughs> that that and it just sort of it, it just sort of calls attention to how stagnant it is in certain regards <laughs> that too Especially hey not much has changed since those games <laughs> all of these ancient heroes have been around now in like every modern right. uh, marth marth was 30 years ago what the fuck yeah <laughs> and also marth was in this game and in the previous game and like Time traveling Marth has been in games, and Marth's kids have been in games. <laughs> it's like, I couldn't Jesus believe Christ. Sakurai gave them the rights to use all those Smash characters too. It's pretty wild, but I'm glad that they got to. But don't like move on, <laughs> just move on. Uh, okay, I'll move on. So next month yeah. is February, and in February we had a couple games, not as many uh, as big in March as in March. Did you guys play Fashion Police Squad? I heard good what? things about it, <laughs> and I never got around to playing it, so I put it on my list. It is also on my list. I've it. heard I've heard good things about it. It looks that's the uh, essentially what is it like? Um, I'm I'm being I'm denigrating what it actually is, but it's like a sort of Doom Wad like yeah. fashion shooter. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> yeah, it's a hundred percent that, and like I don't know, it looks hilarious. But I've actually heard it's fun as well. But yeah. I remember watching it at GDQ, um, and yes. I was like, "Man, I want to play this." <laughs> I mean, any any shooter that tries to evade the uh, the premise of of murdering, sort of as just got, a matter of fact, murder, murder. Yeah. hook, if I remember correctly. If you can do something else, I'm interested. Yeah, you basically fix people's fashion because they make fashion crimes, and so you shoot them with your fashion beam to fix their bad outfits. It's great. It's like you're wearing too much of the same color and you shoot them with a beam and then they're like wearing green and like, I don't know, red or something better that goes with it than that. Obviously, I don't know fashion that well. I should play fashion. No, I, think you, I think you got it. No, I think you nailed it. Maybe you All should right. play fashion. So you can learn something. <laughs> well, I learned something. Uh, also, that month was Metroid Prime Remastered, which uh, while it seemed like a big splash at the time. I think people forgot about it fairly soon after because it, it came out in February. Yeah, just <laughs> it was too many things. Again. Like we've already played that one. It's it's nicer now. There's no question about that. But it's also yeah. the same. What yeah. do you know about the number four? Hmm. Never heard of it. Very little. I think it's supposed to come out next year. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I thought that's what I saw. Metroid Prime Four. Uh, Announced in 2017. Uh, mm -hmm. Is ever coming out. 2024. There you go. That's what people again. are looking forward to with no official announcement. It's a Switch 2 game at this point. It's fantastic that you're celebrating the past. I love that. That's great. You should have pride in, in what, you've, what you've done before to come to this point. But all but. that being said, um, it's hard to ignore the elephant in the room that is uh the the game you announced six years ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean what's cool about retro primary mastery was it was made by retro studios and uh they, they seem to some, know they did some pretty substantial doing. work on that like it is not a yeah gamecube game that's been ported they or like up res they remodeled a lot of stuff it's got like a modern twin stick like first person shooter controls in it if you want which is really weird <laughs> they're also the uh people that made tropical freeze which is an incredible great game and uh that's fair that's good 
So I'm hoping that they did well enough to continue with Donkey Kong and not Metroid remakes. But I imagine there will be a Metroid Prime 2 and 3 remastered at some point. That's that's all. I hope so, because um, they're better games than Metroid Prime 1. As much as I love Metroid Prime 1, 2 is... Mwah. Other games that came out in February that like were big, but no one's talked about since, was Octopath Traveler 2. From I'm not, people... That's like your favorite, though, right? Did anyone From, talk about I, it at the time? I, I swear so, people did. I didn't play there was, it. <laughs> there was, I, I know there was a lot of trepidation about it because that first game is real awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I think is the best way to put it. But yeah, from exactly. people I've, I read and hear from that really like RPGs, Octopath Traveler 2. Octopath Traveler 2 is like one of the best ever. Like it's legitimately mm-hmm. incredible. And I'm like, oh, I guess I should put the, make room for this 9 million hour game at some point. It, it's on my list. Things. Amongst the other 9 million hour games that released this year. Also yeah. on my list is Wanted Dead because Tim loves it. And that's all the reason I need to play it. Also, it's on sale. So I'm going to check it out. 20 bucks. I recommend people check it out while that's it's on good. sale. And then the other game I played in February is Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line. If you like Theater Rhythm like I do, it was really good it has so many songs and it has a cool mode where you can play through um every single final fantasy where you just fight the monsters and listen to the music from every final fantasy and you create your own little like jrpg party it's 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 cute and i had a great time with it uh when that came out so that's my one of my small recommendations uh moving on to march so hold on hold on on. okay good we're talking a lot about games that released this year, let's talk about a game. <laughs> okay, that I'm ready. Died. I'm curious. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh no, that's right. I don't have that on here. Let's talk about <clears throat> the final time I booted up Babylon's Fall. Babylon's Fall. We when was that? To, but that oh, was uh, press F, that everybody. was we February twenty seventh, twenty twenty three. Dear listener, is that what Steam is saying? Is that how you know? No, that's what Wikipedia is saying. Oh, no, <laughs> because you launched it on the day it shut down. Now, my last play does say February 28th. I think that's because it was into midnight. <laughs> they, yeah, they, well, they kept it running for Tim. They kept I, the well, running. I mean, there were literal articles about how only six people or eight people were playing Babylon's Fall. And hey! Tim was one of those people. What's up? Tim I was, was one of them. Digit player base. The game came out March 3rd, 2022, and it ran for almost exactly one year. Amazing. Almost. But uh, yeah, Tim, Tim was the Babylon's Fall player. Tim and was there the whole time. I had my arms. Tim, you're like, you should be in a museum because like you played Lost sure. Media. I sure, can't play. Can, I can't play this talks. game. You're a subject matter expert on. Yeah, no, I'm, I, have, I have to. I have to continue on because I need to pass down the oral history of Babylon. Noted Fall. Babylon's Fall subject expert. You need to like write down your memoirs and submit them to the Library of Congress. <laughs> that'll be in your. That'll be in your lower thirds whenever you're interviewed about something. You can put oh, Babylon's oh Fall expert. Yeah. And you know what? I only have 23 out of 30 achievements, and it's going to stay there for the rest of my life. Wow, that is really frustrating. <laughs> Not if you don't think about it. <laughs> oh, That's I how guess. I have 10 out of 12 achievements for Gundam Evolution. Believe me, I understand. 
You know what? It's fine that I will take a screenshot of it and turn it into my phone background because that way it'll remind me of my failure every day. So I guess true. I'm confused about Babylon. So Babylon's Fall was made by Platinum Games, but they also made and released Bayonetta 3 that same year. Mm-hmm. Is it Was it just some smaller like subset of their team that made Babylon's Fall? How did they make two games at once? I don't know if it should be described as subset, but I like. <laughs> I think I think it was like drawing resources. I mean, any any attempt at a live service game can't exactly like be uh, good for I don't know you like your workflow at mm-hmm. all. I'm this sure this is kind of not... just how Platinum Games has always operated. Well, uh, by like, the seat of the pants. Yeah. I guess yeah, their why, next game it's is... It's why, uh, like, everybody left. <laughs> I guess their next game is called Project GG. That is their unannounced title. Very mysterious. Uh, so we'll have to see what they better. do. Yeah. It's got it, right? I mean... They had a well, game come out this year. That, but... They had Bayonetta Origins come out, a game that I didn't realize had come out, and a game I saw no one talk about, unfortunately. So, I remember when it was announced, I remember looking at the trailer and being like, oh yeah, game. Uh, but I guess maybe it didn't do so well. <laughs> uh, okay, so in March, uh, that's when the bigger games started coming out. The first disappointment of the year for me came out, Bo Long Fallen Dynasty. If I have my own Babylon's Fall, it would be Wolong Fallen Dynasty. Where, I, although unlike Babylon's Fall, I think a lot of people had faith in this game to be good, um, and it just was very aggressively mediocre. It was a uh, worse Sekiro, is what I heard. Yeah, it's worse Sekiro. It's worse Neo, which Neo is already worse Sekiro. Like, <laughs> uh, I mean, but- I can understand the appeal of Neo uh, just based off of like sheer itemization, but. Right. Uh, apparently this uh strip itemization away yeah it took away a lot of the complexity of neo i've watched other people play neo and there's like six different attribute systems and magic mm-hmm. systems and uh, like item systems you can use and then in in Wo long they took away like all of that so it's just like this is your equipment but your equipment still has stats uh it's just the stats are like very watered down and they're more um you know different gameplay where like this is a sword versus a spear versus a bow staff versus daggers versus whatever and they just control differently the problem with the game was just like the story was first of all complete nonsense based on romance of the three kingdoms but like a really bad version of romance of the three kingdoms where lu bu is a secret taoist monk or something and like operates behind the scenes with his sister who is supposed to be the courtesan that like undoes dong drow but in this reality they're related which is oh, so they they dynasty warriors did and they made it so fucking weird What's and like the, no wait no uh they did one was it like orochi warriors that was the crossover between dynasty warriors and uh samurai warriors and i think it had a plot kind of like that <laughs> where it was it, like <laughs> Weird this game was over episode shit. It was very like Neo has a lot of like weird like a really goofy story too with demons and ghosts and stuff. But it's kind of fun because like Japanese de- like Japanese demons are fun. This was like I don't know evil Taoist wizards ruling the country. <laughs> Watch out for their Taoist magic. I don't know. And it was also, very like, strange. I mean, 
it, like relative to Neo, it doesn't have that um, like like we refer back to uh, that complexity that for like stat perverts to just right. have their fun in. Right. So it relied a lot on the combat, but the combat like was kind of boring. Like the bosses weren't super fun and exciting. However, that said, fighting Lu Bu was awesome. They put all of their effort <laughs> into that one combat scenario. Where you fight, so. He's where the you one guy Lu you're Bu. not supposed to pursue. Yeah. He's on a horse. And you have to fight his horse and him at the same time. It's it's awesome. Like <laughs> what do you what do you mean? What do you mean? Uh, what do you mean? Why did you say that? Like I am fighting these two separate entities. Like because his horse Lu- and man. Because Lubu is known for his horse as well. I forget the name the of the red his horse. hair. I believe the red seems. hair. That's right. And so the two of them are like attached to each other. And then when you do enough damage to the horse, you can't actually damage Lubu until you damage his horse enough that he jumps off of it. And then you only get a small window before he jumps on his horse again, and then you have to fight him again in horse mode. So he switches between these two supposed to start form. You gotta stun the horse before it bubbles and heals itself. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Oh, so it's like a raid encounter. It it did feel like a raid encounter, except I did have to mesmerize all the dodge timings and everything. And his his attacks were very fast and like he had huge range. It was it was really fun, though. It's just all the rest of the game that that's like the the first third of the game. So then, then the last two thirds is just like a slog to the that's end. Extra if you want, you know? Yeah, pretty, pretty mediocre from there on. Uh, other games that came out were so this one was big. I didn't play it. Resident Evil 4 remake. That one made huge waves. Was in in... why? Why? I don't know. It was in a ton of categories at the VGA. It's People love apparently it. extremely, care. extremely good. Sure. Well, good. There you go. Really this is Resident Evil 4, you know, 10 <laughs> years also, ago or whatever. That's also kind of how I feel about it. Like I, I've played I'm... Resident Evil 4 so many times. I don't know if I need a remake. I'll get to it. it. It is a personal gripe of mine that remakes and remasters get nominated for yearly awards <laughs> because those games came out. And while it's cool that they do something a little different or the game is a little better. And I wish you muted your microphone when you did that. But Sorry. it came um, over me. <laughs> like remakes and remasters like that, unless they're like wildly different, like, uh, the FF seven remake or whatever counts as something completely different as a product in my mind, at least, but it takes yeah. a valuable space from other people during these award shows. Like there are games that could have been nominated in place of resident evil four because resident evil four has been released th- at this point, probably more than street fighter two. I think it <laughs> might like, unless you count True. every version of games called Tetris, I think resident evil four might literally be the most broadly released video game of all time. And you know what? We love it like for that. Don't we folks? It's legitimately <laughs> ridiculous how many times it's been ported. Don't we folks? We love that. Don't I feel like it deserves a reward for that. You're right. Let's, let's even this or Skyrim. No, I'm folks. tired of it. Yeah, I'm tired of Skyrim too. I don't care if they act fishing. Oh my god! You know what? You know what came out in March that I did play, and I haven't talked about on this podcast because I haven't known how to bring it up. Go ahead. It's not a game. It is myhouse.wad. Have you heard? Oh, have you heard of the Doom Wad? My house. No. No, I heard. What the fuck? So this it's kind of an ARG. 
okay. <laughs> to start. It started with a, a forum post from a real account on like a decade old account on like a Doom modding form. And Doom mods are called WADs because that's the file format. Forget what it stands for because I'm a fake boomer. Um, and it was like, the story was like, you know, I, my friend passed away and I went to, you know, help his parents get his stuff. And I found this map on an old floppy disk and I went and finished it and, you know, released it. And, it's, and like, you know, people make, you know, making your own house in Doom is like a classic rite of passage thing. Um, but the thing with myhouse.wad is that it is 66 megabytes big. In a, it's not actually also if you get it now, it's not a. And you know, you know what that file size correlates to? The size like, of a ghost. It's also like it's nice. also like forty times bigger than Doom. So it's yeah, not just. That's the thing I was gonna say. So from the outset, it's very much not just a map featuring some dude's house, especially because uh, when you play it, if you know about how Doom works and how the Doom engine works, it does things like having rooms that are on top of other rooms, which is a thing in 3d space that doom doesn't do because doom's not actually a 3d game. Doom is right. like extruding a 2d map. So you can't have a room and then a hall or a tunnel under it. It just doesn't work like that. Except in, except for my house and, um, God, how do I bring the, how do I say this? My house dot wad is house of leaves. The video game. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it is oh, so. understood that reference it is an it absolutely is. incredible piece of effort it is like actual art it's amazing play it like Fuck, now i'm intrigued it's, it's a doom mod you if you've played doom just get like one of the doom source ports like zed doom or open doom or whatever drop this into it and play it the lengths it goes to to tell the story it's trying to tell is amazing it will require multiple playthroughs, but it does, inter it's, I guess, specifically a Doom 2 playthrough. It does things where, like, well, I've done everything I can do here. I'm going to go to the next level, which is, like, you know, normally when you download a Doom wad, if it's one level and you finish it, you just go to level 2 of Doom, of Doom 2, which is, like, normal. Except you finish level 2 of Doom 2 and you go back into my house, which is not how level single level packs are supposed to work. So it's even more... It's one of the strangest, most incredible things I've ever played. Uh, like I want secret. everybody to play myhouse.wad. If you don't want to play it, uh, Power Pack on YouTube did an incredible, it's like 90 minute long video slash let's play of my house. <laughs> that is uh, really, really good. And that the came out. Explorers. Yeah. explorers. Themes of isolation, nostalgia, grief, mental unrest, childhood trauma, and existential horror. In terms of its various approaches to architecture, it seems to take direct inspiration from internet creepypastas and the concept of liminal space to provoke unsettling feelings in the player. Uh, the map's giant concrete labyrinth appears directly inspired by House of Leaves, a documentary novel by Mark Z. Danielewski about an endless, constantly changing labyrinth inside a family's home. The sign that appears in the empty lot after the house disappears says, Navidson Realty for Sale. In the, in the novel, Navidson is the name given to the family who owns the house. So there you go. It is actually inspired by House of Leaves. <laughs> who knew? Tight, tight, tight. Nice. Uh, I do not understand anything about this. It sounds very obscure and weird. It is, it is an experimental novel. Huh. All right. Sounds very strange and weird. 
I am going to mention the other game that came out in March that was huge and again carried through in conversations at the end of the year was Dredge. Did you guys play speaking of existential horror and such? Yeah, you guys Dredge play is Dredge? Very good. Dredge is very good. I like it. It was alright. A cozy Cthulhu game. There's there's DLC out. I, I would like to play it. I haven't played it yet. No, there's like a frozen north. There's like a frozen north DLC where it's like extra content. Yeah, look it up. Uh, Dan, I think I think you like touch on something that like kind of has been bothering me about Dredge is that like the way that it leans into accessibility in the way that Sunless Sea absolutely doesn't um, is, I think, what makes me feel like it's kind of a missed opportunity. I feel like it doesn't take enough advantage of the Eldritch Horror aspects. Mm -hmm. What I've and, heard a lot of... Oh, God. And, like, I mean, I understand, like, a lot of, like, the fear and, like, discomfort and horror uh, from Eldritch Horror is, is like, sort of feeling untethered from reality and that can be frustrating and confusing so i guess they had to figure out a middle ground i feel like a good analogy is is if sunless sea is um forza motorsport uh dredge is is um forza horizon yes we gotta get bogged down in all the bullshit but did you know black salt games is a team of four people instantly being morally, morally correct good. and good <laughs> so just putting that right. out there so it's a good also game. what i i was gonna say is i've heard from a couple other people is that like the ideas in world of dredge is really great but the game like itself didn't like hit the high notes they were looking for but that's all to say like their next game should be amazing <laughs> like if they they, maybe they played it too safe this time, and maybe they know that. Maybe their next game then will be more leaning into some of the stuff that like they couldn't get at. Um, the last day of March, you guys know what came out. You know what happened. That's right. Sonic the Hedgehog was murdered. <laughs> Do you guys yeah, remember? Yeah, that mean. <laughs> Do you guys remember that the Sega social team? Oh God! The, not right. the developers of Sega. The Twitter, <laughs> the Twitter account of say of Sega, got together with some developer friends online and made a visual novel called "The Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog." I just, I what love that like. this came out of like people that really like Sonic, they're fans, so they run the Twitter account, and they're like, we could make our own game, and they did. <laughs> they made the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog with no help from Sega, and it's just a really cute little visual novel. But, like, I don't know. I just love the idea that, like, a social media team can make a game and have a green light from Sega to do so, and the game was actually uh, very well, like, put together, like, from an, from a polish standpoint very polished visual novel um but yeah uh and then the last for game i have on here for march is chia which i didn't play i just remember when it was announced i remember when it came out i remember the like people that made it is like the entire uh island of where was that from new caledonia and they keep talking about how like I don't know they got together to make this game and I don't know it just it seems so interesting to to talk about but I don't know anyone that's played it. <laughs> I don't know if anyone will yeah. play it. You turn into animals. That sounds cool. I don't know. <laughs> so I just I've always wanted to that check thing it out. Did seem, it looked neat. 
especially the like yeah. you know it leans into breath of the wild exploration yeah, you know i mean I'm, it might have long legs uh, like uh, you know it was a seriously packed year yeah yeah that's the main problem all right moving into april lots of games in april uh big april game uh was star wars jedi survivor um, the sequel to Jedi Fall uh, no Jedi Out Fallen okay. Order. You were close. Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order. It's okay. You what were about Jedi to Outcast? name another Star Wars game okay, anyway. This was like a two <laughs> thousand. It's, it's good. It's like, it's my like a third person one. action yeah. game, right? Yeah. 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 So Katarn, who played uh, Jedi Survivor? Me. Did anyone? Nah. It came out. Did you like it, it came out in like the same period as like wild hearts earlier or like late last year and then also dead space remake so i'm like oh i'll get like a couple months of ea play subscription and just play all three it's really good mm-hmm. it's like a legit like it takes a lot of the stuff it's like the it does what a sequel you want you know what you want a sequel to do which is here's the framework of the first game we're just gonna expand everything everything that you was in the first game is back and it's better <laughs> and bigger and there's more of it yeah um I mean, I, I didn't play uh, Jedi Survivor, but I did. I did play Fallen Order. I didn't finish it, uh, and but I, I liked what I played. It just it did feel a little flat. So if I mean, right. if it if it improves it's on got, that, you know, aspect, it, it's, it's it's not quite open world. It just has really big hub worlds. Like they're bigger than the hub areas or like the interconnected worlds that are in the first game. It has it right. has like you have a an actual home base on a planet that you can go back to. It's a cantina. It fills up with characters you meet and they got yeah, my boy, Archie and they progress stories. Some of those characters are like awesome. <laughs> uh, there's lots of, there's so many side quests and like ma- the main quest is good. The story is a surprisingly good story. If you know, you're into star Wars shit, <laughs> which I do be, yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's another mm-hmm. one of those games where you kind of have to gloss over the part of your memory that is Yoda saying there's no more Jedi, except for you, Luke. You just got to forget that part ever happened because, you, know, you, you know, know, I mean, turns out you're the little green man. What does you're the know? only one, Luke, you except can... for all the other Jedi just off Listen, camera. You have, consider, you have to consider that Luke and, uh, that Obi-Wan and Yoda were grooming a teenager <laughs> to kill his dad. That's true. And so they had to take some creative yeah, liberties. Ignore Dean, you really put the fun spin on all these games. <laughs> well, to be fair, much like your dad, description of three king, three houses as well. His dad was infected by the objectively evil force in this universe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You watch the objectively okay. evil force make somebody go from like kind of suspect to megalomaniacal evil in like half a second and it's great <laughs> it wrinkles his face oh it's so it's good. insane well, <laughs> listen I'm, I'm not an empire turns into a baseball glove <laughs> i'm not an empire apologist i'm just not gonna give yoda a free pass either i see uh-huh gray well, jedi like either, gray jedi dean over here this game the only true it, path. this game does have one of my favorite like moments or sequences of all of the year uh there's this section on a desert planet where you're getting chased by this like giant imperial digging robot worm thing and you're teamed up with the uh, one of the witches from the first game, whose name I forget. And she's learned an incredible new force power, which is basically yeah. just portals that you can teleport through. And so it's this entire chase sequence where you're like doing the 
you know, the parkour shit of the game and you're double jumping and air dashing and like wall running into portals Hell to like yeah. skip to another part of the map while being, ch- it's like awesome. There's tight. It's really cool. That's why in the new release of the uh, original trilogy of Star Wars, they're going to edit into the background, just portals of Archie mm-hmm. and his <laughs> mage friend just fucking around. <laughs> George as, Lucas said it would really as, add as to Lucas sort of the shared universe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other April games that had come out um, that there's like a bunch on there. Um, I don't know how much of a splash they made, but they're games that, on, that I think were good. Advance Wars 1 and 2 were repackaged and came out. I wanted to check that out. Um, there's a game on Steam I've heard a lot of people talk about and looking at the reviews recently and since it's released have been insane, which is Cassette Beasts. I don't know if people have seen that one. I've played that one. Oh, you played it. Was yeah. it good? I like it. It's a little repetitive. Um, okay. It's got crazy uh, reviews. Yeah. Like, it, like, it's good. It's a good, like, Pokemon-inspired jam. Like, uh, I when I say it's repetitive, I mean, especially, like, the music. Like, when you're in, like, the hub towns, it's just the same song. And it's, like... Oh, for every town. It's track, though. It's not, like, bit tunes. It's, like, a song song. Oh, no. Okay. So... <laughs> Is it well, is it repetitive in sort of all the ways uh, like Monster Tamer games are are sort of repetitive? Yeah, for sure. But like, if you have the brain, f- there's there's definitely some very interesting things you could do because one of the main things is you can um, you can combine the cassette piece and they generate like depending on what you combine, it like mixes the two. Uh, oh, you can Kirby sixty four them. You can Kirby. I was gonna say you can Jade them. cocoon them. Oh. Cause that's what Jade Cocoon does. I don't know what Jade Cocoon I don't understand one of these. That's a, uh, it's a PS1 game. By, oh wait, I do know it's Jade a PS1 Cocoon. Game oh my God. Genki. I know this yeah. game, but yeah, the, the, the cool thing is that you can take the definitely not Pokemon and mash them together to make them do cooler and weirder stuff. I mean, that sounds awesome. I just I don't know. I, this is on my radar. I remember vaguely when it came out, but looking back on the Steam reviews of overwhelmingly positive for like eight months is really crazy for Steam. Uh, also, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of reviews. So like and there's a yeah. great side quest where you this guy shows up and he's like, we got to kill all these vampires. We got to get them out of here. Mm-hmm. And uh you break into their base and they're just uh real estate developers. <laughs> yeah, OK. Perfect. Can I uh, shout out a game I played in April? Yeah, good. If you uh, must. Mr. Sun's Hat Box. Okay. I actually never hear of it. Was this is this a, is this a game <laughs> or a drug trip you went Mr. on? Mr. Sun's Hat Box, ladies and gentlemen, and other. Let's uh-huh. say you like the gameplay of MGS Five, uh, or at least <laughs> the part where you okay. kidnap people. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Now let's uh-huh. just really pare it down to the essentials of <laughs> kidnapping people. Oh my god, uh, I'm watching you know, the gameplay video. You're right, I see it. It's a 2D. Okay. You're jumping on people's heads. You got hats. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a time. It's a real. So it's gas. a Mario Odyssey, Focus. but in reverse. Yeah. 
No, you literally knock people out and attach a balloon to them and they fly oh, off to your okay. base. Okay, I was it like, really oh, you're a hack. MTS. You're taking no, you're just actually kidnapping people. <laughs> you literally are kidnapping people. Awesome. <laughs> it's it's uh, one I've been meaning to revisit. Um, but yeah, no, if if you like sort of the uh the collection management aspects of, of those of that era of MGS game, then uh check it out. No, it wait, this shit looks hilarious. Hold on. Mr. Sons. It came out on 420. Is this good? It looks Shit. good. It looks like a completely like no one actually played it, unfortunately, but it, it looks it's good. Up? Shit. All right. Mr. Sons hat box. It's going on the list. It's I, I added it to my it, list. Uh, fuck. It does look good. I hate this <laughs> for all of us. Oh, also, uh, Have a Nice Death is um, a, another game I, I played back in April. I feel April. like I've it's, heard of that one. It's a, that it's a is cool. It's a 2D uh, action roguelite in, the, in a similar vein to uh, Dead Cells. If, you know, you ran out of those, here's another one. I did not gotcha. add it to my list of games I want to play. Some I watched someone else play it. So. It seemed, um, I, wanna, I don't want to say oh, underdeveloped. It just seemed like Reaper short. Dude. Yeah, okay. I, um, I would say, it, compared to Dem Dead Cells, it's, it's, it's weird. It, I think by virtue of being more cohesive uh, thematically, it, it will feel a little more uh, restrained. Yeah. But I, I think, um, and also, I mean, Dead Cells has been around for uh, decades. Yes, and it's, it's, an, it's a cultural a institution. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think what Have a Nice uh, Death does uh, well is, is it, it does look pretty slick and it feels good. So. They released that 35th anniversary pack for Dead Cells where they put Castlevania in it because they're both very old games. <laughs> this Valid. was a uh, March game for people wondering. March 22nd by Magic Design Studios for PC. I think it's probably on Switch too, I bet, by now. Uh, have a nice death, that is. It yeah, is on Switch. Yeah. Uh, and that game is, as Tim said, it is a Dead Cells, basically. But with a very um it, it it had the same theme as the other game that came out last year with the grim reaper and i keep confusing them in my head because of that <laughs> do you do you know what game i'm talking about um uh yes. little Hold little on. little no that's not it what was grim the one reaper. where you play the little crow guy yeah that okay that's door. That's door. <laughs> okay so we are thinking the same thing i was like oh that sounds like the, the isometric Woo. game you're the little oh, crow man. we got what, there right. you just the little the little crow dark souls it would have i would have told you <laughs> what is it called again death's door Death store yeah yeah, yeah. I, I confuse have a nice death and death store in my head i know they're different games you. all right <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. So that was April. Um, I also played Live Alive in April, which I think was my favorite RPG visually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I played a bunch of JRPGs this year. A lot, of, a lot of qualifiers really... coming after favorite there. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked it. No I wonder really... you didn't have time for games. <laughs> I really love Live Alive, and I think the music's incredible. I thought the pixel art was super cool. It's just they take eight mini games and they smash them together, like eight mini RPGs, and each one individually is not like you know that great. It's just it's fun. An anthology. To, 
it's just fun to play through them very quickly though because they're not long you can you can you can play through a whole rpg in like three hours like that feels great it's just then there's eight of them so then it takes and I, yeah i mean that structure <laughs> as far as rpgs go isn't exactly like well-trodden ground i mean octopath travelers the only other one that really sticks out to me right and this one has sort of the thing that octopath doesn't where it has real hard like begin and ends it's like when it ends that character is done and then when you start a new start the next game that character is level one you know and so like you go from level one to level five or whatever like there's not that many i think it's 10 level 10 i think each the level 10 is the highest <laughs> within each game so oh it's half a D D. jesus yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, the, it's the level and then there is the level D D should end at then there's one final um story yeah, begin a, a ninth story there's a ninth story after you feed the eight where you where they all come together and you sort of like it rips dimensions apart and you fight like an elder god who <laughs> makes them all right, come you gotta together. Kill god at some I don't point. know. It's an RPG. Yeah, it's a, it's a Square Enix RPG. You have to. <laughs> but, to the best uh, of us. Very cool game. That was at the end of April. I, I really liked it a lot. So that's on my list of things. Then there was the May Domination. Uh there's two there's one game that came out in may everyone was talking about it everyone played it everyone had to know what was this game about that's right i'm talking about lord of the rings golem mm-hmm. everyone had to play lord of the rings Ooh, golem the golem game was and, uh, required reading because i boy. i read this jpeg uh was that the game that killed the game studio or yes yeah <laughs> Oh studio God. that made That's like right. so pretty that game... good adventure games before this and then decided to make Gollum and just kind of d- didn't do and it. I, 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 yeah. Just to publishing. Yeah. God. Yeah. I need to. Yeah, Daedalic. That's right. I need to da- dive back into Gollum because like it feels like a fever dream. It feels like a fever dream. Like this didn't come out this year. This was there wasn't a game this year where you're exclusive. <laughs> deluxe pack add-ons were various emotes of Gollum swatting at flies. That wasn't a thing that <laughs> happened. But no, that was this do year. You know, do you know what month it released against, too, as its like <laughs> competitor? I don't know. I Legend think of Zelda yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. The one game, oh, the one actually the game that uh, leads to the only month that is missing from my Steam library of last played. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't play a single Chris. game on Steam in the entirety of May. Tim, did you ever get around to it? I thought you mentioned you actually finally no, picked did. it up. Oh, you played yeah, it? Yeah, I got, I got around to it um, on nice. less than native uh, hardware. Um, but <laughs> it's... Um, Intriguing. I, I, uh, I've, I've gotten through uh, like a, a decent chunk. No, yeah. Probably nowhere near half. I think I've gotten one region done. Um, did you um manage to avoid spoilers or you've been pretty spoiled by a lot going into it i i managed to avoid spoilers good for you is that real i'm gonna be honest with you i wasn't particularly interested or hyped for the game i'm not i I remember yeah fair um so there wasn't like I, i i didn't feel compelled to be in that vicinity of information how's the uh how's the building i just thought there was gonna be yeah, go ahead. It's fun, you know. I mean, I just you know, fucking around with physics yeah. is is always fun. I'm 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 just genuinely impressed uh, every time I play it that this thing fucking runs on the Switch. Yeah, 
and that it doesn't break. Like, yeah. I think that's everybody's fascination. It is a technological marvel in that sense. Like even I know, especially compared to Pokemon, like more sort of, powerful uh, hardware yeah. doesn't do yeah. this level. Like the closest you get to this yeah. level of building is Lego Fortnite, and that like just came out, <laughs> and even that doesn't have like the same sort of like sandboxy sand game interactions that Zelda has, where it's just like, yeah, fucking, I don't know. We'll just let any fire fill a blimp. You get creative, idiot. I don't know. Go up, go down. I don't give a shit. Figure yeah. it out. Uh, I was wondering about the spoilers because like I just I remember uh, for a while there was all these like TikToks and YouTube clips and other just things floating around of just ridiculous shit. A lot you of could crucified do. I was Koroks. wondering if you managed to <laughs> manage to avoid all that somehow. But that's good <laughs> that you did, because <laughs> I feel like the fun of the game, at least for me, was just discovering all the random shit you could do. Like, oh, I'm putting this on this makes it do that. Like, that's crazy. Like. I, don't know, I mean, I'm, like, all, I'm all around like more pleased by sort of their um, doubling down on investing in in just sort of systems, mm-hmm. um, yeah. just like mechanical systems, physics systems, um, sort of economic systems with like the way they mm-hmm. handle their shops and they're like they're fucking trading in for uh, additional equipment slots. Yeah, I, I think right. um, they took a lot of what was. Um, you know, interesting about the original, but in the original, it felt sort of barren and sparse and they and they made it feel so much more alive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so many people everywhere in this one. Um, so, you know, it, it, you definitely see a lot more people walking around. You see a lot more traders just wandering and like, I don't know, it def- the world definitely felt way more lived in, uh, which I was very happy about. I remember feeling that explicitly because the original Wild Baron made sense, but it didn't make as much sense that there was as many people as there were. Like you think the world is like dead and everything. Yeah, I mean, it was, hiding, I was, it was I essentially post apocalyptic. I remember in Tears of the Kingdom, yeah. I was legitimately shocked when I came across like NPCs, and I did that pretty early after leaving yeah. the plateau. There, were and then some there's just wandering so traders, many of them, like being attacked by dudes. Yeah. I was like holy shit, people! And I was like, oh my god, there's towns, yeah. and no one knows who the fuck you yeah. are for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> you, you saved who? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. World War What now? No, no, no. I'm I'm here to play music. I, I my cart fell over. Oh, I need yeah, help with then, that. Like, tears being so much more alive. Can you was... please help me keep this sign up? <laughs> yeah, Mr. President. Yeah. I got this sign. I this know you're really busy. Important. <laughs> Didn't I just help you? He gets well. to some real fucked up places with that sign too. It's great. <laughs> There's one on the side of a cliff that's just a sheer cliff, and he's at the very tip of it. <laughs> I just remember, like, why are you putting? Why are you There's doing a this to that yourself? Are, like, <laughs> up on the top of a mountain that like don't make sense to climb because they're too sheer. So it's like you get up here because you just... glided from something in the sky, and it's like, why are you here? It's freezing cold, and we're on a cliff in a mountain, and you can't get up here normally. <laughs> But yeah, sure, I'll help you. Give me 20 rupees and like a pocket full of heating rice or whatever. (laughs) I will be like uh, endlessly amused by sort of like the Ludo narrative, like uh, Ludo temporal dissonance of helping, just stopping to help this man with a sign. (laughs) Yeah, it's important. (laughs) Yeah, I I agree. I mean, all Uh, right, yeah. What one of the things I will say when I was thinking back on my like favorite games of the year about um, Zelda is I actually really did enjoy being part of the zeitgeist of the game. I mean, there's only a couple games that when you play, there's like 
it has the the perfect storm of there's things to figure out like there's imperfect information there's going to be new stuff not everyone knows there's going to be a bunch of people playing it that are in theory your friends and also people that aren't your friends playing it uh and there's also um like uh, a previous knowledge and world to build off of you know like we went into the game knowing what we know about the original and this is a sequel to that like there's very few games that sort of like check all those boxes um watching and so i was just excited to to one of my favorite game of my favorite share what i found and all was that was having played it early on an emulator <laughs> and having it be like kind of <laughs> broken but like finding stuff and then not talking about it because I want other people to find it and like seeing other people discover things. It's like, like I remember when I first saw other people figure out like bomb shields. <laughs> I was like, yes. I still have I still don't even know what bomb so shields know, are. Fucking <laughs> shield, shield surfing. They don't explicitly tell you that's a thing that exists at all. Yeah, exactly. Shield mm. cart. Yes. <laughs> Everyone loves shield so, cart. Like, you know, this bit from the old cartoon where he throws the bomb on the ground and he jumps on his shield on the explosion and goes flying off. You can just do that in this game. You can put a bomb, you can <laughs> meld a bomb onto your shield. And when you jump with it and block, he tries to shield surf and the bomb explodes and you just whoop, you get like a huge jump. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's like an explicitly programmed mechanic into the game. It's so cool that they did it. And it's from this old shitty cartoon. Amazing. Uh, so yes, game was good and I don't want to talk about it too much because I, there's more games to talk about. I might, we might get through June and then I'll, I'll see how we're feeling this is <laughs> one more month. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, also darkest dungeon two came out. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we're talking, uh, we're doing May, right? This That's May. right. May hit it. Halls, hit of, on, Halls of what? Torment. Oh, Halls of Torment that came out in May. I feel like why do I feel like that came out last year? You're right. Um, it might have. Uh, it's an early access uh, game, so it's it's <laughs> it gets um two, it's been it out gets forever. Two release dates. Uh, uh, retroactively yeah. and into the future. Oh, but uh, I played it uh, back in May, and it's a very very fun take on uh, you know your 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 bullet heavens. Uh, this time in the aesthetic of Diablo two. Is that what we're where we've decided bullet heaven? That's like oh, yeah. colloquial survivor likes, you know, whatever you want. Yeah, I've seen survivor like a lot more. I've seen bullet heaven, but like I, I want that to catch on and it just, it, it just hasn't. I don't <laughs> No, It shouldn't. <laughs> Boo. I like it. I, I still haven't tried that new uh, Among Us DLC for vampire survivors. And I hey, as long as you know what I'm talking about, doesn't matter to me. Um, I have heard great things about Halls of Torment, and I actually even recommended it to uh, someone because I've heard such good things about it because they were like, have you heard about Vampire Survivors? It's amazing. And I'm like, yeah, it's cool. It came out and almost Unfortunately, old news at this um, point. I do think a, another uh, recent um, Survivor-like, you happy now, Dean? Hollow Cure. I'll never be happy. No, um, <laughs> okay, fair enough. At least you didn't say Bullet Heaven, so I appreciate it. You know what? Fair enough. Um, I think there's another one that recently came out that uh, also apes Diablo, but has a more um, integrated sort of uh, equipment system, like a more oh, one-one okay. one sort of equipment system. So now there's options uh, for, uh, you know, depending on how invested you want to get in gear. Uh, not really, or too much. Eh. 
what's what's one the name of it? What's, what's oh, the you want the name of it? Yeah, do I? Oh, you want the name of it? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so I can add it to my list. I don't have to add it to my list. If you're gonna be weird about it. No, I don't. I, I guess Halls of Torment is the only good one. Tim no, has a secret other game <laughs> that's only me, for let Tim. Me, let me find it. Hold on. By the time you find it, the servers are going to be shut down. <laughs> They're going to sunset the game. Um, no, no, don't be silly. <laughs> uh, it's Death Must Die. Death Must Die. Why does that? I feel like I've heard of this. That that reminds me of what was the November. Ooh, I like the art style. It's very PS4 inspired. like free to play online. Soul it's like wicked Hades inspired. Oh my god! And they just did <laughs> uh... these graphics. That's funny. Oh yeah, and it's got those uh, those aspects, sort of like a Hades. Uh, all right. Insert one above eleven, fourteen, twenty-three. Death must die. Death that's not a. That's must. a dire title. I like it. Realm Archive. And it's on PC. Great. Uh, okay, cool. Um, other May game, right? Darkest Dungeon Two. They're still patching it. Uh, <laughs> people seem to like it. The one person I watch that loves Darkest Dungeon One more than any game hates Darkest Dungeon Two with a passion. From what so... I've heard, it is it is it is fundamentally like a different game. Is what I've yes. heard. Which honestly, uh, I'm into because I didn't really like Darkest Dungeon One. I respect that a lot. You know? I like. I, I respect the I design of the game a lot, but like, it is just not the way I want to play a roguelike. <laughs> it's so. It's miserable, it's, isn't it's, it? Yeah, it le- it like the the misery of the the theming and the vibes boils over into the gameplay style in a way that I find kind of abrasive that I don't like. It's it. it sort of reminded me of playing eve online but like if if there was like a mechanic in <laughs> eve online where it like punched you in in the gut yeah where sometimes you would log into like eve online 45 and half your minutes. stuff was just like not functional yeah it was just gone <laughs> it's like oh okay i guess today this is what we're doing like that, yeah, that mean, amount of effort and pain. Yeah. it's a roguelite where the runs are like three hours long <laughs> like you can have a three plus hour long run sure. and then die and then you start over a wonderful game for people that can tolerate that level of punishment right and the when you die completely like you get nearly nothing like no meta progression it's it seems really rough i i don't know but also just um from like the mechanics in the fights themselves like i don't know the big thing they took away i guess was the dungeon exploring which was a huge part of what a lot of people like about Dark Ascension 1 is it gives you the feeling that you can prepare and like overcome situations by be preparing, you know, with that D&D style, like I want this shovel and I want this this acid and I want this holy water and I, I'll bring these with me so I know when to use them and, you know, oh, I have enough I mean, items to, to get through hard this to prepare for what's going to happen when most of the game play that I've seen is people very dangerously driving a horse-drawn carriage through some of the worst yeah, you just wilderness <laughs> roads I've ever seen in my life. You just run you ramshackle carriage and run through shit and that's all you do. Um anyway, so that came out <laughs> this year as well. Uh okay, so then we get to June, which had other big releases, some of the biggest releases actually, um, at least for my money. They had Street Fighter Six, mm-hmm. huge release. 
I think that reinvigorated people's love for fighting games just in general. Like, <laughs> I think it was probably the most successful in game of getting non people that do not play fire games to play a fighting game. Yeah, it was like, more than any other fighting game ever before. Not quite the second coming of Street Fighter 4, but like probably the closest you can get because fighting games definitely have not gone away since. But like, yeah, that game's got a whole ass like, well, like I've already Yakuza light in it. <laughs> for single player i've already i've already been baited by um the <laughs> gear strive in thinking that i could get into a fighting game i'm not i'm not doing it i'm not doing it again all right listen i, I know myself now i like I, it i don't happen. think it had the staying power that everyone like tried it i think most of the people that tried it have fallen off of it since but like mm-hmm. i still applaud it for capturing like the imagination and hearts and minds of people through all of june so. I like it. It's very stupid and in a good way. Yeah, it it looks cool. Uh... <laughs> the story the story is deeply anime, as as it always is. As and I, I mean, Chun Li uh, exists. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So that's I great. I, I I love that Fortnite's own Chun Li, uh, most popular character on Pornhub. So. Yes. Oh boy! Did you see? Did you sort of tangent? But did you see that list? Wait, did it? So Pornhub put out a list no. of like here's the most searched for like video game oh, characters, no. and number one was Chun Li from Fortnite. Oh hell yeah, get it! <laughs> Porn. Uh, wait, most popular video game yeah. character searches. Good for her. And, yeah, you know that's really Chun Li from Fortnite, which is like oh, it's on Kotaku. Like, I understand that. Fortnite character models are pack and cake, but like Jesus Christ, Chun Li from Fortnite hurts. <laughs> all right, you guys might know. All right, most searched for <laughs> video games. Number one, Fortnite. Number two has to be by law Overwatch, which I think we all mm-hmm. understand yeah, and have heard. Obviously, number true, yeah. three is shocking. <laughs> number three is Minecraft. Yep. If you go down the list of individual characters, you want to know who the first man is on that list? Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, baby. (laughs) I think it might actually be Mario. And then Mario. Mario. It's Sonic, then Mario. You know what? To think I was going to say something nice about Sonic's fan base earlier. (laughs) I think I thought something nice about Sonic's fan base earlier. What a fool I am. Oh my god, so funny. We have fun here. What's wild is Lara Croft is still relevant somehow. Yep. Is Lara what? Croft also in Fortnite? Is Maybe. that I don't know. Is that how the, is that who is it in Fortnite? Know who Lara this, Croft? Know. <laughs> Alan yeah, you Wake. Got, like real ass people. You got <laughs> Griffin in Fortnite, dog. Alan Wake is yeah. in Fortnite. Is it probably yeah. a JoJo in Fortnite? What month are we on in this in this We're still retrospect? in June. So it's been an hour and we only I know we're going to we're going to end it at June. That's what I was saying. We'll have to pick it up for a part two uh, soon. So so for for Street Fighter and then a couple days later, Diablo four, which I really enjoyed. New season stuff's real cool. It was Oh, I mean, that's why. Yeah, that's why my uh, steam is empty. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) June. I mean, I 
I assume D four is better now, yes. but yes. it was it it's was good. very mid at launch. It is. I thought yeah. it was perfectly. Fine. The whole process. It was better than three at launch. Pro- yes, definitely. The whole process of like the leveling curve and like doing that whole thing again for new season has been <laughs> smoothed down so nicely. It's a very powerful ramp now. Uh, the new seasonal stuff's actually really cool, and there's like extra Christmas seasonal stuff on top of the season two. Right now, yeah, I think. Uh... I think my primary issue with it um, when I played it around release is the, the, the itemization and the way that it lets you, the tools that gives you to sort items and storage. Suck shit. Um, oh, it's so bad compared to Path horribly, of Exile. Horribly inadequate. Guess, guess how they fixed yeah. gems being in your backpack. Uh, you basically never pick up oh, a whole yeah. gem. You get gem dust that goes into a separate currency bag and you just craft gems like you would before anyway. <laughs> it's actually like they yes. fixed they actually completely fixed the gem storage thing which is like my was my number one complaint okay well you know what that's something <laughs> well, there we go yeah i mean the the latest season has gave me hope like the vampire season i think that's the latest yes. one right it's running season until two. like january but, yeah. 15th or something uh it was pretty cool they added a lot of stuff they added a whole new menu very path of exile where it was like oh yeah by the way there's a whole new section to the ui where you can control different abilities and stuff so mm-hmm. i had high hopes that they were going to learn from path of exile in their seasons it's just my problem with like continuing to play through that season even was just that like i don't know traversing the map still isn't super exciting um i don't like the open worldness of Diablo four I've realized I kind of miss the, like you're on a rail and you sort of like run through the map and you just sort of do the stuff. There's just I don't know how much I like just sort of like fucking Diablo three yeah. portals, man. God, those. Yeah. I mean, good. I really, I love the rift. God, Those rifts I, feel just so like, good. I don't want to where to go. Just be a random environment, just, a random set of enemy models. I just I just want to go through Sprinting and bash through it. Like I, I, I don't want to find a dungeon. Diablo uh, 4 did not have the the same kind of staying power. It it, it had, I think, for your uh, for me that it did for you guys. Um, I think it's just yeah. because I played Path of Exile for like ten years. Yeah, um, <laughs> and you can see the deficiencies in it. Uh, no, yeah. not even not the, even the deficiencies. Your preferences I just don't have were, like the appetite yeah, for it anymore. Your preferences were morphed in a certain way that. Yeah, no, yeah. Beautiful sights to show you. Yeah. Look at this passive skill tree. I, 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 look, let I me tried, tell you about. Let I me tell you about really hard skill. to get into Path of Exile. Let me, let me okay? talk to you about <laughs> Warframe. Let me. <laughs> we're going to talk about ten-year-old games that have no. If you want like us. esoteric bullshit. <laughs> Wait. So the uh, other games for June: Indie Darling, Dave the Diver. <laughs> came out oh no, god noted indie game the yakuza the of fishing simulation of action fishing games i mean indie a little indie nexon subsidiary <laughs> this the the funny thing about dave the diver is like the game everything i've seen about it looks incredible it's, really it's, it's on my list i really want to play it i i love every aspect you do of have that game. to like the, the humor you do have to the, like the basic loop but it does so much more. The loop looks good. You, have, you end up Especially doing loop. so much more than just like shooting fish with a spear gun in that game. <laughs> it's like a little yeah, bit, I mean, the, like when I say it's the Yakuza of action fishing, I mean it because like a Yakuza game, there's a billion different gameplay things in this game that are all different. From Majima will show up. Literally, yeah. there is an equivalent. 
to to a Majima system in this video game. Oh god damn it. It's uh, kind of great. I love it. I mean, it, I love that every time you get back it like you're just unlocking new shit constantly. It's like if hey, do you like unlocking new modes, mechanics and gameplay? Well, Dave the Diver is the game for you. Do you want to unlock flash because... games on your cell phone and Dave the Diver and the Tamagotchi? Please you can stop, do that. No. <laughs> you want a rhythm game? It's like literally there. every 20 minutes you you discover a new like, by the way, there's, there's a new menu, a new option, a new thing to do. So like, I don't it know. That like, um, sounds cool. Like Dark Cloud 2 levels of like diversity. <laughs> yeah. in, you want to uh, play golf? <laughs> <laughs> want to play golf That's you fought weird. the monster do you would you like to become become the monster would you want to take a photo of this monster <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> a yeah do you want to do you want to go run mech? this dungeon with this specific item to floor 50 in order to get the better version of that item <laughs> play dark cloud oh too yeah. <laughs> i had a fever it's... dream about dark cloud 2 the other day <laughs> thinking and how fucking that. good it was it's it's very stressful game. <laughs> That's all I remember about it is being really? stressed the fuck out playing that game. I was I found it I found it very relaxing. <laughs> When's uh, Dark Cloud Three? Last game. Great question. Last They're game that came out in June, and we'll take a break from there. Final Fantasy Sixteen. I don't know who else actually played it. I have not played the DLC yet. I'm not as interested in the most recent DLC. They announced two DLC, even yeah. though they said we're not doing DLC for this game. I Response. am uh, shamefully behind. I, I really, really want to get around to it. And I am I am just really tickled by uh, the voice actor for the protagonists. He's uh, so funny. He's, he's just he just seems like such a, a nice he's, young man. Uh... Ben Starr. Yeah, Ben Starr. Ben Starr's he's awesome. He's voicing a character in the upcoming Warframe <laughs> story quest next year okay <laughs> he like does twitch and stuff like with other voice actors yeah. and like he just uh, is all over tw uh twitter just reading like hey can you say this thing as sexy There's, clive um, and he's like okay <laughs> one of the uh, giant want, bomb at nights they did just before the game awards uh, uh rebecca from uh, digital extremes and also ben star because he's in the game we're on their interview couch and he was really good there and you know he's really he, he's the star of final fantasy six he's the most important part thing to come out of final fantasy 16 is like the broader introduction of ben star to the world <laughs> a delightful yeah. delightful man really well spoken you know, on um, that couch and most importantly he shared a story of he did like additional voices in a remedy game uh and they miss apparently they misspelled his name in the credits they spelled it ben star <laughs> with just one r so that was a fun story to learn Fucking morons. Ben <laughs> uh, Star is awesome. Uh, Final Fantasy 16, surprisingly, like, decent game. Like, uh, it, it's funny because I've talked to a lot of people in discords about, like, how much they are frustrated by this game because the combat's not, like, good enough to to warrant this game of the and the... Um, the the gameplay just isn't quite there to really like solidify it as an amazing JR like action RPG, which is just so frustrating to people. But I remember playing it. I remember really enjoying my time with it. I agree that like there was nothing hard about it. I I never died right. like once. You know? That's not the that's entire not game inherently um, you know a negative. 
And then there was a new game plus mode that was supposed to be like the harder mode. And all they did is damage sponge everything. They didn't include any new mechanics or new anything, Gross. which was really disappointing. Um, and then they also like, because the game's really easy, you don't have to engage with much of the gameplay mechanisms. Like you can have like some baller ass like combo that you do in the first couple hours of the game and then just do that for the rest of the 40 hours like you get new abilities and stuff but you're never pushed to use them because the game never challenges you to use them i hear you it's know? got some really so, 15 had a similar problem right what is it final fantasy 15 had a had a yes. similar problem right yes final exactly. fantasy 15's problems go yeah. beyond just the weird combat system <laughs> oh, no 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 uh, one of the problems problems are, are more more fundamental i has the fun problem of, wow, there's a whole act of this game missing, and act two is a rushed piece of garbage, but boy, the ending's great. Oh no, they retconned the ending! Like, that's that's Final Fantasy XV's problem. <laughs> but um, I, would, I would like to leave off uh, our discussion about uh, Final Fantasy XVI by saying, like, I am I am excited to play it. Um, I so have it's good. I like played, it. uh, like, action RPGs. Uh, you know, I've played Tales of Arise. I've played... Um, Babylon's Fall. Yeah. yeah, Babylon's Fall. Um, what's that other one? Uh, Scarlet Zeno? something. Scarlet something or other. Scarlet Nexus. Oh, Scarlet Nexus. Yeah, that's the one. That's the ticket. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see how this sort of compares. So, the one thing that I really liked about FF16 is people are really mixed on the story. Um, because, like, the main story, it, like, kind of has Game of Thrones elements, but then sort of becomes, it, it, like, graduates from global politics into, like, existential, like, Final Fantasy. More fantastical. It does yeah. that all the time. Final it, that's, Fantasy that's nonsense. Like, yeah. That's, that, it, that's like every game. What? That's like every Final Fantasy, yeah. That's every single one. What do you mean? But the, well, people were upset because the, the, the supernatural, the supernatural like i am god and i'm the villain like people just want more out of their stories than that right because it feels dated even you know for final fantasy but i will say all of the side stories is where they remove that and you have the one-on-one -on -one with a person and you're helping them through whatever issue and that issue is related to the state of the world those are incredible i almost <laughs> cried like three different times in the game to fucking side stories because they're so like heart-wrenching how like they're delivered and their voice acting like how the writing was was um how, how the writing was like carefully constructed so that you actually care about this person that you like don't have to interact with but you chose to and now you really give a fucking shit about their life and why you they're idiot. there you know there's this kid he's like oh, i'm gonna get the items and you know i'll help you know, i'll help you I'm a quartermaster and I'll make sure things get done. And then it's like, and then you're like, Hey, do you need help with anything? And he's like, I haven't seen my son in three years. And you're like, Oh my God, where, <laughs> where, where's this going? And then you like, it's a near. Yeah. <laughs> and then you help him. And it's like, you know, it's like, I never got a chance to say goodbye. And you're like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, I mean, this, this sounds know? like a similar narrative, um, narrative spoke structure that like sort of the witcher 3 has where it's it's more the satellite narratives that are are far more compelling than mm. the main one it depends entirely and i think that's where on, like like sort of like the witcher 3 i think a lot of the final fantasy 16 side quests start off being very like 
Final Fantasy oh, 14 that was the other Fetch Squetchy, right. Fest Quetchy, Questy. There we go. Fetch Questy. <laughs> Boy. There you uh, go. Where like it's you talk to a person and their whole thing is like, go find me 13 fly wings. And it's like, uh, but then like you yeah. do that and for my dead daughter's like, grave. I'm never going to do that. Right. And then because you don't do that, like you do that and unlocks two quests and one of those two branches into like a third side quest later on. That's like really good. It's like, <laughs> so it's like, you yep. got to kind of dig, that's ex- you got to dig for the really good stuff, but it's in there apparently. Yeah. They're, they're all in there. Like every final, like wrap up of every side quest is amazing. But to get to them, you do have to be like, Kill two rats in the middle of this field and prove okay. to me that you've killed them. You're like, like all right. You know, it's got to be better than Strangers of Paradise. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've, I mean, I've heard hard to do, really. People like the, I heard some people like the combat of Strangers of Paradise more, but I, I don't know. Actually, I never played it. It's got it's but really it's really good. I think it nails. I just know the the story of Strangers of Paradise is stupid as really, really chaos. Actually, amazing. It's got chaos. It's got some of the best like character party interactions in a Final Fantasy game. (laughs) He puts his earbuds in and he walk away. Mm -hmm. Game's great. It's got chaos. Funnily enough, in terms of like action games that are kind of like Neo, Strangers of Paradise, kind of like Neo. It does. It's basically yeah. It's got really good like stance switch combo stuff for your uh, combat system. It's real cool. (laughs) Huh. Uh. All right. Well, that is our wrap up. The first for the year. Thank you for listening so far. Can you imagine? Can you believe how many games came out this year? That was just one half, and everything we've mentioned so far. has either been like overwhelmingly received with positive news or has been part of the VGAs because it was like an award winning year or is a dead game constantly. Or they're interesting in their own right. Real fly in the ointment there. You know, some, some might Um, say that wanted dead is one of the best games of 2023. (laughs) I'd say that someone might say that Tim might say that I'm saying it right now. It's on my list. I'm gonna. I have to. I have to check it out. It looked funny when I watched a streamer play it. There was a ramen eating mini game. Funny looked- is is definitely it. I don't know. It's just um. It feels uh correct. It feels like a correct video game. Yeah. Look, this is this has been a weird year. I I beat. Like it feels like it should exist. I beat two vid. I beat mm-hmm. two new video games this year, and one of my favorites is a mod, like or like a Doom wad. Like this is this has been a year of extremes in terms of like budget size, game releases, and quality. It's uh, pretty awesome. So hopefully we can get together again soon and do the second half. I do want to do that, and then we can talk about our predictions for twenty four very briefly, or maybe just our hopes. Oh, that's and not a real year. Don't 2024. say that. World peace? No, no, video game related. Oh, oh, video games. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There will be video games in 2024, I hope. Maybe. And I'm definitely going to pay my taxes. <laughs> Wink. Uh all right. So that's it for all of us here at the Funcast and we if we'll get back to you soon. If we don't get back before the new year though, we hope you have a wonderful new year and enjoyed your holidays. But until next time, goodbye. Video, video games. Yeah, video video games. Video games. <laughs>